Yeah, I kept, this is what I kept saying in Barbados. There was a couple of waves that I really liked that reminded me of home. They weren't as good quality as some of the other waves I was surfing, but there was just so much water on them. They felt a bit heavier. Um, not not heavier, like in a gnarlier sense. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts, I'm Pete. And I'm Leighton. On this episode, we speak to Emily Grimes. Yep, Emily is a surfer from the northeast of the country, so she's in that North Sea freezing cold, hardcore water. Yeah, she's hard as nails. Um, but she's just got back from Barbados, where she's been living the dream for the last oh, four months. Oh my God, so jealous. Yeah, she talks about it in this as well. And yeah. uh, but she, you know, she does loads of stuff, doesn't she? She's got many different hats. So she is a maths teacher, coolest maths teacher ever. Yep. Uh, she is a surfer, a surf coach. Yep. She is a team rider for North Core. Yep. Starting up a surf school in the northeast. Yep. Um, and that's also she's going to try and uh, start up to, for adaptive surfing as well. Yeah. So she's very busy. Yeah, very busy. And, um, yeah. And and she surfs herself as well, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yes, yeah, as Leighton said, she's sponsored by uh, North Core as well. She's one of the North Core team riders. And if you do want fifteen percent off anything you order at North oh, Core. Oh that was smooth. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was until you ruined it. <laughs> if you want fifteen percent off anything you order at North Core, use the discount code UK Surf Show twenty twenty two. That is all capitals, all one word, UK Surf Show twenty twenty two. That would get you 15% off anything you order. You can see the Beach Basher Pro and the Beach Basher Sport video that we put out recently that we've uh, looked over and reviewed. Things are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, we love them, don't we? We, we love we love the surfing robes, changing robes. Yeah, changing robes. They're fantastic. I mean, the Sport one has like about a billion pockets all over it. <laughs> and... Um, I think it's even got a little weed pocket on your arm. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's made for, but, you know, if you're into that, you could use it for that. Yeah, so um, that's what you've got. Yeah, so not the weed. I've got the pocket. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've got the Sport. It's got uh, it's got a little pocket on the top. It's got uh, one, two, two pockets inside, two outside pockets, and a built-in liner, super windproof, waterproof, warm-proof, everything-proof. Warm-proof. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, do I? No. Uh, and I've got the Beach Basher Pro, and that's the one with the detachable inner lining. So that basically means that you can wash the inner if you want, and it also, when it's the summer, and if you don't want that waterproof and windproof outer layer, you can remove it and, and just have, like, the towel inside. Yeah. So it's well, really handy. I might have to get one of those as well. Yeah, super comfy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of all the robes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, this one is with Emily and here we go. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm a surfer from Newcastle in the northeast of England. I'm 27 and yeah, I don't really know what else to say to get us started. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So how long have you been surfing then? I started surfing quite late actually. I didn't start surfing until I was 21 and I did the whole cliche thing of going to Australia after uni and that's where I started surfing so it's not it's not very glamorous I wasn't like ripping from the age of 10 or anything like that you know I was I was pretty bad when I first started so yeah and I'm you know just starting to get there well that's only so that's only six that's only six years ago then so you've progressed unbelievably in six years yeah not 
to be honest, not unbelievably at all. Like, just was lucky enough after like two years to come back to England and then get out of the mindset that I had to surf a short board because then I tried to do that in my wetsuit and I just sunk the board that I was surfing. And that made me borrow my uncle's longboard. And that was genuinely the best thing that ever happened to my surfing because, yeah, I was just surfing a short board absolutely yeah. terribly. Then <laughs> longboards changed it. So, yeah. So you are you are classed as a longboarder then? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like the shortest board I'll surf. Well, I, I've surfed short boards like fishes and that, like five eights, which I guess are short boards. But generally speaking, in this country, the shortest board I'll surf is like seven foot because any shorter than that, and I just feel like I can't, I can't stand up. Yeah, yeah I know that yeah. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, any any shorter than nine six i can't stand up <laughs> hey, anything shorter than a boat <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it yeah um, yes yeah so you so you started surfing was that a surf school you went to in australia or was it just you literally just picked up a board and started surfing out there yeah no i i didn't go to a surf school or have any lessons or anything i basically did everything that i tell everyone now who i teach not to do <laughs> like passionately tell them not to be as much of a coop as i was because because I, yeah, I don't know. I was just determined that I wanted to ride a short pointy board with a pointy nose. And the first board I ever got, I, I went out and got myself this board and wetsuit combo. And this board was like seven seven foot and it had pink hibiscus flowers on it. And I got a free wetsuit with it. <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was rubbish. I didn't have a lesson. I couldn't bodyboard. I couldn't really I didn't even know yeah it was I was just rubbish and surprised I didn't drown yeah I think that's one of the good things actually because we've done the same you know we went out we didn't have a lesson and that's one of the things we always tell people on the podcast now if you're starting surfing go and have a lesson because yeah we, there's so many things it took us so long to learn oh yeah I but, mean we've wasted years really didn't we yeah yeah. That's just not not even yeah. just with surfing wasted years. To be honest, <laughs> just wasted years of life in yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so you are a surf coach now. Yeah, that's correct. And how how long how long have you been a coach for now? So I got my surf instructors like three years ago, and pretty much well, as soon as I got it, I ended up set not setting up my own surf school, but setting up a surf school for another like a water sports center in the area who didn't run surfing. Okay. So kind of went in head first, like, well, I have done with a lot of things that I've done, just yeah. <laughs> went in at the deep end. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of came naturally, I guess, because I am a qualified maths teacher as well. And I taught horse riding as well before I did the maths. So kind of taught various things. Yeah. So you're good at communicating with people and, and getting across you know how to how to do something or whatever they're cho- choosing to, to they call learn. that teaching. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. A, yes. well, just to make it teaching, out, it's a good, it's a good skill to have. <laughs> I think te- teaching is like a separate skill from surfing. You've got to have both of them to be a good surf instructor. But yeah, te- teaching in itself, I think, is a different skill that sometimes overlooked. Yeah, as a as a vocation. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I taught for a little bit um I taught carpentry and joinery at a college it's a really really difficult job and I think what people don't realize or students don't realize is that when you're in the lesson teaching that's almost like your downtime. it's everything else leading up to the 
the lesson, which is the hard bit. Yeah. And when you're in there, you're like, oh, this is like this is like a break time. <laughs> you know? Well, most of the time it's like that, but I guess it depends what you're teaching because some of the some of the maths lessons I taught did not feel like downtime. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah. You're, yeah. So a maths teacher. That's a surfer, so yes. you must be like the coolest teacher in the school. <laughs> um, well, technically, I am not maths teaching at the minute. I'm doing a little bit of tutoring, but yeah, I, I finished last last year and then made a decision to set up a surf school with my partner, Chris. So we're kind of going to focus on that for a bit. And yeah, as much as school's great, like it's also really nice to have more time to surf and you know yeah. if i can avoid having a proper job then yeah. i will yeah oh, living yeah. the dream oh that's, wow yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was going to be one of the questions actually were are you still going to be teaching or is it just the surf school that you're setting up so mm. you are just going full on into the surf school yeah i mean last year i was doing the teaching and doing the surf school like not my own but running it for someone else and it was it was so intense honestly like I don't know I just didn't have a minute and I had no well I did because I surfed loads as well this this was the problem I I burned the candle at like 20 different ends and I was just (laughs) I was just a bit knackered and I ran myself into the ground to the point where I just needed to take some time off everything Yeah. yeah yeah and uh how did that time off go and where did you go? Yeah it was lush um I went to Barbados I just got back like a few days ago yeah and yeah everyone it's funny because everyone kind of when I got back people were like oh were you teaching over there or people who came with their families they went on holiday there they saw me and they wanted me to give them lessons <laughs> and to be fair I did give a few families like lessons with the local instructors I just joined joined on I couldn't help myself but I was like no I'm actually just not working which was a weird concept yeah I think people were like eh um but yeah no it was it was it was it was sweet it was sunny every day it was warm I surfed in a bikini and I surfed every day so yeah it was just it was epic how long were you out there for I was out for about four months so September to January oh my god (laughs) so jealous oh I think I think people listen to this might hate you a little bit now because it's January (laughs) when the sun comes out you're like oh surfing surfing in like bikini so no wetsuit like oh man. yeah what is that like I know. <laughs> what a bitch i am <laughs> so seriously what what was what was the surf whereabouts were you in barbados and what was the surf like over there so but i mean barbados is pretty small it's like an hour to get from the bottom corner to the top corner um so i was staying in the south in the southeast which there's there's a few like left-handed breaks down there and they don't they they generally don't get as big as the east coast but um like it the wind doesn't it's not blown out all the time yeah the east coast kind of has waves all the time but the winds i'm sure a lot but basically there's there's waves all around the island Uh, it's a really cool cool setup like there's normally a wave somewhere every day like the west coast will break sometimes but i guess the west coast is kind of more like you know when when we get a swell over here in the northeast it's like exciting and normally I don't know, not always, but the wind's better a lot of the time than it is down in Cornwall and Devon. Yeah. Whereas Cornwall and Devon just have waves all the time, but but there's, you know, wind's a bit more of a factor. So I guess it's kind of like that with the east and the west over there. And then the south is just in the middle of the two. It's, yeah, you've got everything. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I saw yeah. the I saw the way I've seen some of the pictures you were posting on Instagram, and it just looked like absolute perfection. Every photo looked like absolute perfection. You know, perfect size yeah. waves, not not nothing that was too massive. You know, it looks it just looks like you could just spend all day on a longboard there continuously. Pretty much, like it is ideal for longboarding and for like beginner intermediates really i mean it does have epic waves too just not super consistently big heavy waves not that i'm complaining about that because i really really enjoyed just sitting on my longboard during the cruise cruising yeah 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 so I was looking through your Instagram, and so when when people say, "Oh, you know, longboarder," the instant image that comes to people's head is like you know three to five foot waves cruising along. But you actually surf bloody huge waves on longboards as well, <laughs> don't you? Because some of them are monsters that I've seen on there, and it looks absolutely terrifying. Rel- relative, like we're not talking, we're not talking Nazare or anything like that at all. No, but you're, you're talking double to triple overhead though on some of them aren't you easily yeah i do, do you know what I'm, i've kind of barbados is that was the one thing that put i don't know i i loved it but i did miss being able to surf bigger surf and as well when it whenever it was bigger it was really really gnarly like soup bowl is when it's big it almost goes below sea level and it's sharp coral reef and it is like a serious serious barrel yeah whereas when i've surfed bigger waves even even like that's probably the waves that i've felt the most comfortable at surfing at size but i don't want to encourage people to surf it who shouldn't be surfing (laughs) it by saying this but it's like for me on the right swell direction it's almost a bit friendlier compared to yeah even a wave half the size at Super Bowl. So I I really haven't surfed anything yeah. that scared me. Yeah. That's given me that adrenaline rush since I've been out there. So I'm just anticipating that first big yeah. swell that we get here. Well, I, we keep talking to like women from the northeast mm-hmm. and it all it seems like they all seem to surf waves where we look at the pictures and go, Oh my god, I think I'd die on that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like these monster waves all up the northeast of the country yeah. that um I think I think with social media more now as well there's they're being seen more I think it's it's had a very long yeah. time where it wasn't it wasn't known of or seen as much apart from up in the northeast yeah I mean yeah like like the North Sea surfers all seem to be very hardy they're like all, all on Instagram and like you get that you get that feeling that it's it's gnarly up there and you've got to be made out of like carved out of wood to yeah. be able to serve up there and stuff <laughs> yeah. and then you've got us lot down here like kind of yeah. moaning oh, that it's, it's like a bit cold yeah. <laughs> yeah i suppose although like i don't know since i've got back it's been pumping down your way and we've not really had anything so i almost feel like yeah i don't know i mean it's been pumping but we haven't been going yeah <laughs> it's just that's fair. life is getting in the way all the time at the moment it's painful yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really painful but no i think i think the brown water makes it seem more gnarly yeah i mean yeah. the waves that chunky as well it looks like there's a lot of water moving around as well yeah i kept this is what i kept saying in barbados there was a couple of waves that i really liked mm. that reminded me of home they weren't as good quality as some of the other waves i was surfing but there was just so much water on them they felt a bit heavier yeah um not not heavier like in a gnarlier sense it just felt like there was more water 
yeah. and that's what literally what it feels like at home compared to somewhere warm the wave is just thicker and I feel like that's why I'm more inclined to surf bigger waves at home is well first of all the hood like I feel like that gives you a little bit less spatial awareness so you might just send it onto a big one without really realizing how big it is yeah. <laughs> um, but also I don't know it just doesn't feel like you're gonna hit the bottom yeah, yeah, I like I like that uh, that thought process of the hood. I, I'm I'm trying to work out in my head how I can make some sort of hood with like binoculars in it, so I can just see just just that little bit in front of me. I might be a better surfer then. I doubt it very much because <laughs> you'll go for more things because you can't see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I don't know how helpful it actually is because that was just something I noticed the first surf back in the country the other day. Like I missed it, and it didn't help. I missed a couple waves, but I realised that I couldn't. Act, I wasn't looking. Yeah. and what the wave was doing because I couldn't be bothered to turn my head far enough to see <laughs> past the neoprene yeah. and then yeah. yeah yeah it was quite frustrating but so you're so now you're back and you're setting up your surf school um do you want to tell mm-hmm. everyone out there what it's called and where it's going to be yeah why not it's uh <laughs> it's called any surf and it is going to be based at Bambra up in Northumberland yeah which is a really cool spot um that's where so I have been teaching surfing there for the last three years and me and Chris my boyfriend we just I mean we both taught surfing for a few years and we're both kind of control freaks and I guess we just wanted to do it entirely our way and um, it gives us more scope to be a bit more creative and to offer exactly what we want to offer so in terms of the lessons and the coaching we just want to push rather than teaching people just to stand up on a board we really want to push giving people like everything they need to be surfers and we also want to go down the route of but really at the minute in Northumberland there's no there's no no adaptive surfing offer yeah and that's something that I'm really interested in so I'm looking into setting up some kind of charity or community interest company alongside the surf school that will just allow us to to offer um serving people with disabilities and also for kids from disadvantaged backgrounds yeah so like specifically some kids who might not be in mainstream school anymore just kind of trying to get surfing to those kids who wouldn't necessarily ordinarily get to do it that's fantastic yeah that's so good well when when you launch that make sure you let us know and we'll do what we can to help spread the word and that is that's so cool um if you i don't know if you've listened to the episode we speak to ben at surfability and they're in south wales yeah um i'm sure if you contacted him he'd be able to help you as well like because he's such a lovely guy yeah i haven't met him but someone gave me his contact and i had like a hour-long phone call with him while i was in barbados oh cool you've already contacted him yeah love lovely guy yeah he's awesome so do you know what so many people have been especially within that sector and i guess that's the nature of the sector if you want to develop the sport in that sense to make it more accessible then you are going to be slightly more forthcoming with sharing like information about how to run the business but everyone's been so what's the word yeah forthcoming with helping us yeah yeah, I guess. yeah everyone's very helpful it's not not like other sides of you know you'd be hard pushed to contact another surf school and go well how do i set up and they'd be like well i'm not going to tell you that yeah because yeah you know, yeah how do how do i make all the money yeah. <laughs> tell me but when you get into it and you start 
you start teaching and stuff with, with the with the people with disabilities and stuff it had a massive effect on us and yeah. it? it's such a powerful it was a really powerful day because <laughs> the sea just changes people like for the better yeah. it, it was so good e- everybody comes away smiling like all of the, all of yeah. the coaches all the volunteers obviously all the yeah. kids in the water it, it's just good all round it was so brilliant have you have you done that like volunteered or helped us well yeah. when, when we recorded the episode ben then said to us do you guys want to get in the water and we're like well yeah we got our stuff with us um because we were going to go for a surf afters but we'd love to help out in a session and we did and it was just the best thing ever it was so good and like we weren't surfing at all we were like the uh the guys that were stood in the water i think i think he called them catchers didn't he yeah something like that yeah when they when the surfboard comes in our our, uh, job was to move the board out the way if they wiped out (laughs) and then ben would concentrate on saving the uh the person on the board and it was just amazing just watching everybody buzzing was yeah yeah Yeah. like nothing else it affected us that's amazing well it changed everything didn't it after that week yeah massive it's so rewarding i feel like that's almost even not with the adaptive surf inside but surf coaching in general why it's so rewarding and addictive yeah yeah because you see someone surfing for the first time and you know from experience how cliche it is but how it can actually change your life because it completely changed mine yeah um and the the course that i was going to go on and not even just the course i was going to go on it just genuinely made me happier and more content yeah with everything yeah and just seeing that start to happen and that like relaxation and really just starting to be in the moment that so many especially young people growing up with instagram and social media don't necessarily get that opportunity to be in the moment and stop thinking about every other stress that's going on in their life and surfing is just like one of a few like well there's many different ways to achieve it but it's i guess it's the one that stands out to us so that's why we want to give it to other people yeah absolutely and we're with the surf school that you're setting up because you said you're not just going to teach people how to stand on a board you're going to teach them how to be a surfer <laughs> i think there's more schools like that starting to pop up now and are, are, the ones that we know of are getting really successful because people yeah they, they're not on holiday and they want to just stand on a foam board in the white water they want to know how to do this thing properly yeah and like you said and it's going to completely change their life For sure. because they then travel mm-hmm. and yeah just well it will also <laughs> make like um what did we, we were talking about the other day like surf widows where uh yeah <laughs> you know like wives yeah. have lost their uh their uh, husbands to surfing or whatever or vice versa you know that's what will happen they'll end up becoming yeah um, because it dictates everything doesn't it? like the car you buy and everything but there won't there won't be any surf widows because everyone will be doing it so we'll be doing it together <laughs> that's, yeah. that's true so, that's true yeah nobody's no, working like though <laughs> yeah this is this is true i'm like in a weird headspace right now like what is work i don't know <laughs> But yeah, the other side of like not just teaching people how to stand up, like the progression side is super interesting. And I love like the technicalities of just like spotting exactly what someone's done wrong, telling them they've done it wrong and then fixing it and it getting better. That is so satisfying. But there is also the other side where not just teaching someone to stand up. If someone doesn't even want to stand up, if they want to get a little hand plane or like Wamper or something and just get smashed in the in the shore break i want to facilitate that as well yeah Yeah. i think that's just so cool yeah yeah just offering a good time then Mm -hmm. bit of both (laughs) yeah 
I mean, it, it's such a great thing to do with like having that spectrum because there's there is surf schools that I've seen out there where they're just like their aim is just to get someone standing up on a board, get them in, get them out, and that's it. That's mm. that's their job done. But this, like the progression, like what you said then about you like to see what people are doing and what they're doing wrong, what they're doing right. But like Leighton said earlier, you, you know, you've progressed really quickly, and I know you said you haven't, but in <laughs> like six years from going from not surfing to the ability you're at now and I've seen videos and photos of you surfing and you're yeah. a bloody good surfer and it's not that's not <laughs> oh, that's not a normal like a normal it's not a normal progression though no. Espe- especially surfing. at 21 when you started yeah because you know? we've been surfing yeah for- like three times that length and we are shit we are really shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and okay. you're also yeah. a Northcore team rider as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how long have you been with Northcore? I don't know, like three years now, I think. So, so if you say three years with Northcore, right? So that means mm-hmm. actually your progression to that that level was not six years; it's three years, four years, four years, <laughs> three right. years, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah, three years. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, though, when when Northcore first started like when I first started working with Northcore I think I don't think I was technically that good I was just would just surf big waves on on a pink single fin longboard which I think was you know just stood out in the northeast well a because I was a girl and because there wasn't really many other girls in the water maybe maybe like one other and yeah I was surfing big waves that you're supposed to shortboard on a nine foot single fin i mean that does take some skill mine doesn't it that does take some skill to to surf the big waves on a nine foot board kind of yeah so yeah i, th- I think you're being mod- modest <laughs> i do i don't want to sound i don't want to sound like like a dick so yeah no, you don't want to but come on again I'm okay, actually i'm a fucking amazing surfer <laughs> <laughs> the best up here. yeah 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 no we've seen videos. i mean if i if i could surf what you uh, the way that you do i think i probably would turn into like you know a bit of a dick <laughs> you're already a bit of a dick you're not going to turn into one are you you've got no chance <laughs> more of one oh, that's bad yeah turn into more of a dick yeah. Yeah. yeah to be fair my friends and my boyfriend and anyone who surfs with me would probably say i'm a dick so i'm just trying to you know keep it keep it real on the podcast yeah, i think i think that's in all fairness a lot of people we've spoken to and a lot of people we know and like become friends with through this and through surfing have all got that similar sort of uh, vibe where they're sort of chilled out and relaxed they're like they're surfing but most of them i think they find it fair to say that they are a bit of a dick you know it's all yeah. gonna be nice <laughs> well it does make you a bit selfish doesn't it like you have to it's Surfing is so selfish uh, inherently. Yeah, you just do it for yourself, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But when you when you're doing it, I don't think you think with your with your normal brain. You think with this like brain that's just planted in as soon as you get in the water. And sometimes, yeah, you just don't act rational. Like, not I'm not. I'm genuinely I'm not a horrible person in the surf at all. Like, I'm always genuinely quite nice to people. Yeah, but you just don't. You don't have the same thoughts. I don't feel like your thought process works the same. No, it's always uh, j- just one more wave, just one more wave. And you know you've got to be somewhere, but it's just one more wave, you know. And then before yeah, you know yeah. it, another arrow is gone. How many times were you late for school teaching then, if you were <laughs> surfing before school? Um, I was generally, I'm quite good at being 
bang on time. Like some of some of my friends who are teachers who've been teachers at other schools have like said, I can't believe that you can walk in at that time, but I was quite lucky, like the so, all the teachers and So bang on time schools. is you walking in at the same time as a student, isn't it? No, no, like five minutes before. <laughs> yeah. So it was all right. Did you used to rock up to school with um with the surfboard on the top of your car? Yeah, yeah. What do students yeah, did. think of that? They, yeah, they thought it was pretty cool. But I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say they thought it was cool. They just kind of, the first time they saw it, it was a good excuse to distract the lesson. And one of them was like, hey, miss, is that your board on the car? And I think they thought it was quite funny. I think there was more of a vibe of taking the piss out of me than thinking it was that cool. But maybe they did deep down think it was cool. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did you not. ever teach any of your students to surf? Actually, not, not while I was at school but I did uh I honestly I got on with like some of the kids well all the kids that I taught were amazing even even when they were not so amazing in lessons to me a hundred percent of the time but like genuinely love all of them it was such a good experience and I just want genuinely want the best for all of them they all knew about the surf school they all knew like about surfing and, and they knew that I was going to Barbados they were like Miss I can't believe you're leaving us to go to Barbados and all that <laughs> they feel quite bad but um some of them came for lessons with me in the summer like oh, after nice. after school had finished which was really really sweet like that was awesome to see them yeah, yeah. enjoying it and and I could like use my teaching skills in a different way and and show them almost like I'm teaching maths is good and I like teaching maths because I like teaching and because I like doing better for kids and and imparting my knowledge in a helpful way but the actual thing that I'm imparting to them means so much more to me when it's surfing than it is maths because maths to me is an important skill but what I'm teaching at school is is essentially helping them because it's going to help them get a ticket yeah onto the next step to to get their exams which is important, but it's it doesn't have the same oomph, like personal. Mm. It it doesn't affect me the same way than it does seeing them being yeah. like being kids. Like we're all adults, but just kids when we're in the surf, and just seeing these like teenagers just be kids and just enjoying themselves and like getting better at something and just getting that sense of achievement and success was unreal. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. epic. It's because you're teaching them your passion, aren't you? So. That's what it means yeah. so much. Which I guess is why I'm supposed to be really passionate about maths, which would make me a better maths teacher. <laughs> anyway. So No, I did <laughs> So how do you find it with your um like does it help your mental health as well as your physical health surfing? Do you find it works both ways? Yeah. I think it helps helps with mental health for sure. And obviously physical health. Yeah, like after being in Barbados and surfing every day. I wish I could surf every day here because I feel so much stronger. But men- mental health, yeah. Like when comparing before I surfed to when after I started surfing and this drive that you can't really control to get in the surf and to keep going with something for, for no other reason than well no no reason at all there is literally no reason you don't you don't know why you wake up at six in the morning and you, your body puts you into the car and it drives you to the surf and you get in <laughs> and your brain still hasn't turned on and then you're like you've been in the surf for an hour and then it suddenly turns on and you're like this is really nice 
And then you get out and then you'll start thinking about what you have to do for the rest of the day. And if I have had a hard day, not even a hard day, because I don't like to say that I've had a particularly hard day because I don't want to belittle anyone else's hard day. But when I've had a, when I'm feeling a bit like angry or just not even (laughs) angry sounds bad, like hungry normally causes the anger or just having (laughs) being wound up by something out of my control. I just have to get in the surf. And as as soon as I get in the surf, it feels better, even if I don't have an amazing surf. And I know that it can have that effect for everyone. And I do genuinely think it it stems down to just having time away from normal life and having time to decompress and having something that doesn't matter to put your energy into. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's fun. It's adult play time, isn't it, really? It's, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. We used to ask the question a lot of, um, can you describe what how it feels to surf and you know when you catch a wave? But we got rid of that question quite quickly because too many times people just went, you know, you say, how, oh, how did, can you describe the feeling of surfing? And they'd just be like, it's just like, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, it's like there's, yeah. there's, I, I don't know if anyone's been able to put it into words. There's been yet. a few um, people who've come really close. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but you, we can't remember what they said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember what they said. No. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is that that thing. Yeah, and it, but then there's also the flip side where I have to really manage myself to not let it become negative because my fear of missing out when it comes to surfing is is next level. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's positive in a sense that it's good for your mental health. It puts things into perspective. It really grounds you in what really matters, but then also you're basing your life around something that doesn't matter at all, really. And then it's like seven o'clock in the morning, you're checking the webcam. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. You're at work, you're in a meeting, you're checking the webcam. It's three o'clock, school's about to finish, you're sneakily checking the webcam. Oh my God, it's going to be dark in an hour and it just drives you mad. Yeah, and so, yeah, you've got the other side of that as well. When you get an extremely long flat spell that yeah. you can't get out and do it mm. and it, it drives you, it can drive you insane, can't it? Yeah, I guess that's why we need to find other things that have the same effect. And there is other things and you've just got to find that balance. And I think... It's taken me a lot of thought process to actually realise that. Yeah. So that that made me think then when you said you're at work and you're checking your webcam, I bet there was any student, I bet they never had a detention. <laughs> you're like, I, I gotta go. You know, this is done. Bells rang. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. It 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 makes you think think a little bit harder about giving detention <laughs> and. I actually saw a post today, like a little um, illustration just on Instagram that was going around. And what did it say? I I, I shared it off the surf school thing because um, I thought it was just, yeah, the story of my life. <laughs> it says, let me just let me just pull up my calendar. It's a little cat on the phone. And then um, like the surf report and looking when they can fit, fit something in. Oh, yeah, I would, like, yeah. At, <laughs> I would look at the surf report and decide what day was the best to give detentions and then 
you know, if I gave a kid, if a kid got a detention on a Monday, I'd be like, right, your detention's on Wednesday. <laughs> and then, you know, not that I'm giving out detentions, you know, never right intent that they should all be out surfing anyway. So that, you know, I'm just doing them a favour. I'm giving them the time yeah. off and the surf's good. Yeah, so. you like that. Yeah, you've been very naughty today and you'll have to stay behind uh, next week. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> next week you'll have to stay yes. behind. <laughs> it's hard. It's like you've got to, you, <laughs> but you, you, do, you just have to look after yourself and like, you you have to be strict enough on yourself to, to I guess at that time it meant more to my mental health surfing meant more to my mental health because there was so much more genuine stress going on like te- teaching yeah. is stressful you just because there's always something else to do you are never done like mm. it's just an impossible amount of work and in in an impossibly small amount of time yeah so forcing yourself and I think that's where a lot of like people that I know who have got into, gone into teaching I have friends who've gone into it and got out of it I say that and I've got out of it as well if I if I didn't want to do the surf school I would still be teaching mm-hmm. and I didn't find it that it wasn't that bad for me because I forced myself to go surfing and I told myself it was okay to leave at you know yeah. 20 to 4 I think one, that's, one or two days yeah I think that's what you need don't you like um definite boundaries so you know this is work time this is time for me because I know Mm -hmm. loads of people even when I when I worked at a college um the lines get blurred and before they know it before you know it they're they're doing like 15 hours a day you know and it's crazy yeah like like you said the the work's never done it's it's you can't ever get to the end can you so the more you work it's not like you're going to get to the end so you may as well do what you Mm. need to do and yeah. go surfing. Yeah. Also, a lot of teachers. Yeah, like a lot of teachers, A lot of teachers, they haven't got that escape. And I know a lot of teachers that go out at a weekend and will just get absolutely smashed because that's their <laughs> escape. You know? And see the yeah. students. Yeah, see the students, yeah, yeah. On, the, on the night out. Yeah, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not even just teachers, like every profession. There's, yeah. And I guess that's the be- that's another beauty of surfing is that we have that thing that keeps us going, that keeps us from getting really drunk on a Friday night. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because yeah, it could yeah. ruin the surf for Saturday morning. That's right. So, on on the subject of the surf, we always ask the question of what is your best wave you've ever caught, and what is your biggest wipeout you've ever had. Mm. Don't. What is the best wave I've ever caught? Have you got one that? Let me think. That what you got one that just sticks in your memory and you think that that was it that was yeah. more or less perfection. Do you know what? Like I genuinely forget every wave that I catch by the next wave. <laughs> like, well, that's probably a good thing. That means your last wave is your best wave. Yeah, it means I'm living in the moment. I guess. Yeah, that's um, that's why you've progressed so quickly because you don't actually remember what you've done before. <laughs> Constantly see, trying. I, this is I can have the best session of my life and then and then it always gets frustrating at the end because you get tired and then maybe the surf's got worse, which is probably the only reason I'm actually getting out. Yeah. And then I get out and I swear to God, I just must have like real bad short-term memory loss because in that moment, then all I'm thinking about was the previous 20 minutes when I didn't catch a good wave. And I'm like, yeah. that was such a shit session. <laughs> and then and then 15 minutes later, I was like, oh no, that was, that was actually quite fun. I did get some really good waves. But by that point, I don't really remember... I don't know. I don't remember them. <laughs> well, you get a lot of waves by the sound of it. So, mm, yeah. yeah, I yeah. 
What about yeah, on the other? What about on the negative then? If you can't remember the positives, you uh, you, you strike me as you're going to remember the negative really well. <laughs> like the wipeout question, I could tell by your face you were like, "Yeah, I've got one." <laughs> do, do you know what? It has actually just came into my head. Probably the worst wipeout I've got was at Croyd, and um, it was. Me. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even that bad. Like it wasn't catastrophic, but it was a double wave hold down. Ooh. So, like it was, it was maybe head and a half. And like the the initial wipeout wasn't that bad. I like tumbled a bit, but just you know when the water's so aerated and you can't get back up, that yeah. is probably the worst feeling. And I've had that feeling since where you're just like fighting against that aeration. You're like, please, please, please don't let there be another wave. <laughs> but that there was one time, one time at Croyd when there was another wave. Oh. And um, weirdly, I kind of relaxed a lot, which I guess people do say that is what happens. I did relax yeah. after the second one, but then just before my, my head broke out the surface, I, I was, yeah, very aware that I needed Didn't to breathe. Probably not even that bad, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's the that's the feeling, isn't it? I think everyone gets that when you when people we speak to have had a really bad wipeout. They say they get to that point and they just think, "All oh, right," and the, you relax. You sort of you don't give up, but you do at the same time. Mm. You're like, "Oh well, this is it." Well, you just know there's there's no point in fighting against it. Is well, you're never going to be able to see, swim against it. My thought process doesn't work like that. My thought process is like, "Oh well, this is it. Then I'm I'm gone," and I <laughs> give up and then come back to the surface. All oh, right, I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, I better better get on my board and paddle out the way yeah. actually i have i have nearly thought thought that i broke a back by smashing a board smash smashing into my board Whoa. and that was in new zealand i it, this was like just my thought process underwater i was like right that's it my back my back's broken just i just overextended it but that was that was a pretty horrible one too yeah sounds it oh yeah i don't know i then in the mo- but then again, twenty minutes later, I've forgotten about it and I've just caught a really good wave, and I'm over it. So, that's why you like being in the water? You got memory like a fish by the sound of it, You're like that. Oh, what was yeah. that? Oh, what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fish yeah. memory's really good as well. Once I've just gotten a really good wave, got back to the lineup, I'm like, I'm sure it's my turn again. <laughs> Just snaking anybody. It's not my fault. It's my memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like a fish paddling around in circles. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you, and I, I feel like we could just carry on chatting for ages. So, you know, best of luck with your surf school that you're launching. Thank or you. Launched, and if you want to tell everyone again what it's called, the surf school, and where it is, and how to get in contact with you. Yeah. So it's it's any surf. It's in Bamburgh, Northumberland. It's really beautiful. I feel like I might have sold myself as being too obsessed with the surf I'm not I swear I will give you my full attention I am not going to surf during a lesson absolutely not frothing to get it started so yeah you can contact us um yeah all the contact details are on the Instagram the website's being built so yeah, yeah have a look and, and then N-E surf is it like the letter N yeah it stands for northeast surf but also our tagline, you, you can tell me if you think it's lame and we should get rid of it, but I think it's all right. I think it's a funny pun, but yeah. I've explained it and I've justified it before I've said it, so I'm just going to say it. It's uh, not just any surf school. That's good. That's good. That's good. People will remember it anyway. Yeah, people will remember that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, And then to find yourself on, on uh, Instagram and that, you're on there as well, aren't you, yourself? Yeah, it's Grimesatron is my uh, my name actually my so my surname's Grimes 
And I, when I was teaching, I tried to like change my Instagram name to something that the kids wouldn't find. So I chose Grimesatron, yeah. which doesn't really make any sense because it's got my name in. And <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. But that's it. That's it. I'm not changing it now. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. good luck with the surf school, like we said. And uh, yeah, I hope you get more waves. Yeah, so thank you for having me. And please come up and visit Northumberland. I've, I'm moving into a caravan soon and we've got two spare bedrooms. So you guys are more than welcome to uh, oh, come you check say it that. out. You say that, but um, Leighton won't share anything with me ever again after last time we stayed in my van. You, w- you wouldn't want him in the caravan. His snoring is out oh, of God. this world. It's so bad. Oh, no. I didn't sleep okay. all night long and I nearly killed him. Damn. It was... Well, I can, tell, I can tell you where to park your van then. <laughs> yeah. so I, I think I'll go in the caravan. You yeah. can sleep outside. Yeah. No, he's, he's, okay. He freaks you out. He, he, like, he goes to sleep in, in one position and wakes up in the same position. Like it doesn't even move or anything. It's like <laughs> like a vampire. Yeah, like a vampire. It's scary as, but yeah. yeah, no, I'm all nice. over the place. Same as in life, actually. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And thanks for that, Emily. Right, I'm off to Northumberland. I'm going to go and stay in a caravan and go uh, surfing every day at there. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> That's really nice of her to offer that, though. It's nice being invited up there. We are literally going to have to go on a, a trip of like a tour. Yeah, you could uh, take a month off. And just oh yeah, go surfing. Oh yeah, let's take a month off. That's well, easy to do. If, I, if anybody's listening and want to sponsor us, so I can quit work they, for they, a month, they don't need to sponsor us. They can just head over to buy me coffee and uh, support the show that way. Oh, well, you're really good at segues today. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I learnt words, me. <laughs> <laughs> I learnt how to speak England. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that was brilliant with Emily. She, you know, she's had, to, like we were saying in there, and she she was quite modest about it. But she was very modest. Yeah, like yeah. Like, have a look at her Instagram. Some so of those ways. Three starting surfing within three years of starting surfing, she was like a North Core team rider. Yeah, and, and she said she got oh she was like being very modest by saying oh yeah, but I think that's just because I was one of the only girls in the water of a pink board surfing big waves. Yeah, <laughs> you're like. I think it might have been the surfing big waves yeah. bit. That Not got just you, surfing uh, big waves, surfing big waves and ripping big waves, basically. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, she's on a longboard, but, you know, she's just incredible on the thing. You go over to her uh, um, Instagram page and check out some of the footage of her surfing on there, and she's an absolutely incredible surfer. Yeah. Like, no, she's um, walking the board and nose riding and stuff and just effortlessly. And, yeah, uh, yeah so she's a really good surfer. So anybody that once a lesson from Emily is going to get a really competent surfer teaching you. Yeah, yeah, really good. And I mean, yeah, just a good fun chat yeah. with her. Yeah, yeah, she she was yeah, she was really nice. We had a great great time interviewing her. Yeah. And uh yeah, well don't forget if there is no waves where you are, you can always book a session at the wave and if you do that <laughs> You can go through our uh, I don't know where they're coming from today. <laughs> you can go through our website and uh That'll support the show. We'll get a little kickback from your booking at the wave. If you head over to the UKSurfshow.co.uk and book a session at the wave through there on the support the show tab. Yes, and then we might be able to do our UK tour and visit all the lovely people we've chatted to. 
Yeah, I doubt it very much, but yeah. you know. And then when they actually meet us, they'll be like, "Yeah, you can fucking go now. <laughs> yeah, you two are dicks." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, so don't forget head over to Northcore. Use the discount code UK Surf Show twenty twenty two. That will get you fifteen percent off anything you order from Northcore. And if you could leave us a review on iTunes or go over to Instagram, give us a follow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, get in contact. Yeah, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. And cool. Any questions for the show? Send us a message. Anything you want to know? Anything you want to find out? Send us a message on Instagram or by the email, the UK Surf Show at gmail dot com, and we will answer, answer your questions. all of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Some questions for the read out on the show would be nice as well. Yeah, it'd be another one. Answer. Well, we in, we answer them all through. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I don't know. I'm just stumbling my words. Um. We answer them all through Instagram and email now, but maybe we should like read them out. Yeah, yeah, if we get some good questions, we'll, that's what we started doing, wasn't it? We'll do that yeah. again. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, bye. See you later.